Welcome to another episode of JPR's Priority Status, Travel Elevated. And thank you, as always, for stopping by to listen. This is Lauren Clifford Knudsen, Senior Vice President here at JPR. So today, we're throwing you a bit of a unique twist on the hotel industry conversation. Priority Status so far has talked about a lot of great brands with a lot of great people that you all know and you all love coming together to talk about the actual experience that happens at a hotel or in a destination. But none of this happens if a brilliant brand idea or hotel concept doesn't have funding. So we have with us today Jillian Mariuti from Mission Capital Investment, who's a hotel funding expert. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Lauren. So Jillian, I'm sure there are some listeners like me that are super curious about why you're here today, because when you talk about funding, it doesn't sound particularly consumer-oriented, um, but you know, I feel like we have a really great opportunity here to talk about how you're an expert in the space and how what you do translates into what the average consumers experience at hotels across the globe. So tell us a little bit about how you came to be an expert in the space. Thank you, Lauren, for having me. So I started my career at Wachovia and Wells Fargo on the interest rate derivatives desk. Now, I was lucky enough to cover the hospitality finance group. I worked closely with hotel owners and developers throughout the country, and their projects were also nationwide, and I did that for about a decade. I grew passionate about their projects and the hotel sector in general. So last year, I joined the finance desk at Mission Capital, where I assist commercial real estate owners and developers, now not just in hospitality, across asset classes, and I help them with their cap stack, with their debt and equity and their financing needs. So we, as a firm, we do a ton in hospitality, ranging from flags to cool boutiques and social clubs, ranging from ground-up construction through permanent financing. Jillian and I have known each other for a while, and I think it's always fun when we come together because we come at the hospitality industry from such very different vantage points, um, and we're both a little bit of hotel nerds, and what <laughs> is very cool when we start talking is these trends emerge, and so when Jillian and I were talking about uh, priority status and sort of what we're excited about going into 2019, we started to notice that we had a lot of these um, crossovers with hot markets that we think are going to be big in 2019. So we thought we'd speak to you today a little bit about a couple of key areas in the United States, just domestically, although um, both Jillian and JPR do work globally. Um, but we're really excited about three specific markets here stateside. Uh, so without further ado... <laughs> Our first stop is the Bold North. Great. Um, so if you have been listening to Priority Status, you may have heard a recent podcast that I had hosted with Provenance Hotels, uh, Bashar Wali. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you should go check it out. Shameless plug. Um, but he talks in that podcast about B markets being really big and even goes far as to call them um, B minus, meaning seeking out these up-and-coming destinations, but not only just the destination, but then a quirky neighborhood that really is about to, to um, eclipse and become a really big spot. So, Jillian, I'd love to know why the Bold North is your B city of choice or your B area of choice for 2019? Sure. Well, look, there, there's a lot of areas we can talk about, and Chicago is one area that we have done a ton of financing on. But I want to highlight Milwaukee right now because we are currently working on financing the renovation of the Milwaukee Athletic Club. Now, this is a club that's in downtown Milwaukee. It's the oldest and only private social club in the area. Have you know it? Have you ever been? 
I've never been actually to that general area of the country. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so the club was founded in 1882, um, and this current renovation that, that we're working on is going to include 95 Key Hotel, which will be managed by Sage Hospitality. It's going to have a lot of food and beverage, a new for-profit banquet for wedding spaces, um, and then a state-of-the-art athletic club. They're also going to construct a rooftop event space and fitness studio as well. Uh, so at Mission Capital, we don't shy away from these tougher deals, right? We excel at them. As much as we love to finance some cash-flowing Marriott's, we also enjoy these harder-to-finance stuff. Uh, when you're financing a social club like the Milwaukee Athletic Club or Chicago Athletic Association, which we financed last year, or even a Soho House, which we've done a number of, it's really important to demonstrate the sustainable cash flow that you're going to get from non-room services, right? You really need to create and compartmentalize all those components and have a good understanding of how they compare to figures in the market. So for example, if there is high F&B in, in your asset, then you need to compare that to the numbers to other restaurants in the area. And if it's a membership component, well, you're going to need to compare that to other clubs and really have a good understanding of the demand in the market. And once you have that understanding, that's the best way you're going to be able to then sell the project to capital sources and have them get on board and understand what you're dealing with. So basically what you're saying is that when owners or um, hopefully future owners of these cool projects like the uh, Milwaukee Club that you're talking about want to create something really cool in a market, they have to prove it. And then you help to create the deal that allows people like me to come off the street and experience That's it. exactly right. See, lenders like what they know, right? And when they want to finance a hotel, they know that revenue comes from rooms. But when you kind of mix it up and have these social clubs and these boutique-style hotels that have a lot of F&B, a lot of the revenue, maybe more than 50% of the revenue, does not come from the room. Mm -hmm. So we really have to do a good job of breaking that down and explaining why it's still going to be a successful project. Because what is the number one thing lenders care about? Getting paid back. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about the boutique space, which you know, I feel like everybody talks about how it's so hot and it's so cool and... But it's been around for a long time. You know, Ian Schreiger, the godfather of sure. the boutique hospitality space, what was it, in Morgan's Hotel Group in the 80s that he launched that. And now here we are almost in 2019. The boutique space is transformed very dramatically and properties like this uh, Milwaukee Club or the Chicago Athletic Association or in you know, the Provenance properties that Rashar comes house. from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have these, it's it's not even just having a cool restaurant. You talked about a rooftop and you talked about events and you talk about um, really being able to compare themselves to cool local F&B. There really is a, a different um, elevated um challenge for you to prove that people are going to get their money back exactly more than ever and because the consumer is also differently savvy right it's not they don't want to just have a, a mold even you, you mentioned Marriott which mm -hmm. does a great job with the boutique space in a very different way than the properties we were just talking about um, they take a great formula and then they inject some cool it factors um, like with the moxie properties or the autograph collections and those sorts of things but when you talk about like a Milwaukee Club or Chicago Athletic Association or Providence, they're doing it in such a way that it does, there is an element of risk even in a tried and true proven boutique space. That's exactly right. And you, you hit the nail on the head when you're saying it's, it's been evolving. And the boutique hotel space has become an institutional quality asset class. There are banks and lenders out there who traditionally would only lend on flag properties, but they are getting more open-minded and understanding the concept and the, and the demand for these boutique hotels. 
So, you know, when we talk about the bold north, this is sort of an uncharted area of the country, so to speak. I mean, obviously, many people live there, and it's a, something, an area of the country that's been thriving for a long time, has some really deep historical roots in our nation's history. But when you think about it um, in terms of a travel destination, it's really quite emerging, which is why we're talking about it. So it's interesting because, you know, the Milwaukee Club, you talk about um, needing to get financing by uh, looking in the local market. But this year, what's really one of the a very interesting thing is in Minneapolis, which is, you know, not so far from Milwaukee, they actually had a James Beard Foundation winner, wow. um, which is a major accolade in the F&B industry, of course. And um, so Best Chef in the Midwest comes out of Minneapolis. His name's Gavin Kaysen. I've actually known Gavin for a long time um, from coast to coast in his career. First, in, I first came across him in San Diego, and then when he was with Danielle Balut here in New York. And a few years back, he moved back um, to Minneapolis, and he's actually got two restaurants there now, Spoon and Stable, and that, which is in Minneapolis, and another property that's nearby. Um, and so you really are starting to see that these cities are having these culinary moments and renaissances and um, starting to develop almost a taste for, um, a taste for the taste of the local. So there's you know, these heavy, um, you know, sort of hunting traditions and venison and game and stuff that is, is tried and true um, in authentically local. Exactly. It's everyone wants that experience. They want that experiential, right? Everyone's seeking that. That's why I, I want I, it. Right? <laughs> so w when you go to these cities, you want to stay somewhere cool. Yeah. And that's why we're seeing this great um, success with the boutique style. So Laura Hotel is another property in the Bull North that I'm super excited about. It opened this fall, another Provenance property. Um, this one's a really interesting property. It has a lot of very cool factors to it. One of the standout features for it, though, it's in, it's in Stillwater, Minnesota, um, which is, you know, you talk about this B-plus city that Bashar talks about. This is it, right? It's not a one of the major cities. It's just outside. Um, it has a lot of opportunity. And um, this property, Laura, is actually built into... Um, brewery caves, and actually the Bold North has a huge brewery, brewery community. Um, brewing in general, very hot <laughs> right now to up there. Um, so the property is actually built into these brewery caves, which gives it an added it factor. Um, and um, I think definitely, I love that, again, coming back to this authentic local flavor um, history and celebrating what is authentic to that destination is what the Bold North's all about right now. Absolutely. So let's head to the middle of the country now. Um, so Nashville, this is one that's been hot for a few years now, but Jillian, you are telling me that you still think it's on the climb. I do. I think Nashville is still hot in my opinion. There are a hundred people moving there every day. I actually have heard this fact the other, um, somewhat recently, someone was telling me that companies like U-Haul are having a problem because there's so many people moving into Nashville and no one's moving out, that there it's this concentration of, <laughs> uh, or like a surplus of moving trucks. So they're actually having to bring in tractor trailer trucks to haul the U-Hauls haul back out into other parts of the country. Well, talk about a high class problem. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's definitely still hot. And, you know, there's seven new direct flights. I think that's over 50 direct flights that go in and out of the city. So basically you can get there from anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, in the UK, you name it. Um, there's 40 new hotels and 125 new restaurants that are projected to open up in 2018. And we still believe there's great demand for it. 
We're actually working on a, a ground-up construction of an element hotel for Noble Investment Group in West End, that area. It's right mm-hmm. by Vanderbilt. This is a great site. It's right around three major hospitals and the world headquarters of HCA, really strong location with a lot of demand drivers. And it's part of a larger development called One City, and that includes... 1 million square feet of office. It will be built 600 multifamily units, 25,000 square feet of retail, and then, of course, now this Element Hotel, which will be about 175 keys. So we're really excited about working on that project. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think Nashville had 45 hotels or something like that open up in the last year, which is a staggering number. It's like New York City numbers. Um, But, you know, I think that what has happened in 2018 and will continue to actualize and experience for as consumers into 2019 is that the hotel space has finally caught up with the demand where there are these cool properties. Um, you know, you've got an element. Um, we've got a property there called Bobby Hotel. That's this very amazing boutique space. But you have people moving there. You've got Amazon there. Yeah, Amazon with their recent announcement. They're bringing 5,000 corporate jobs to the operations center. It's going to be in their Huge. downtown Nashville Yards location. Yeah, absolutely. So I think what Nashville's got now is people have always sort of known it for the Grand Old Opry and, you mm-hmm. know, country music. And a few years ago, it had this really big food culinary boom. Um, but those neighborhoods are what are starting to come alive. So I mentioned Bobby. That's actually in Printer's Alley. It's a number of properties on there, hotels that opened up this year, actually actually on the same street, some of them actually sharing walls, which is crazy. Yes. But the demand for them in the market is huge. People are coming in, you know, for their Amazon stuff. And there's countless bachelorette and bachelor parties. I I have yet to go to Nashville and not bump into a group (laughs) that are celebrating some sort of future wedding. I love that. I love that. I know. Um, So the What I love about Bobby is that um, Bobby has done a really great job of capturing authentic Nashville in the most unkitschy way, where you can actually go to this property, and whether you stay at it as a guest in the rooms overnight, which I would encourage you to do, it's very rad, um, or if you just go, you could actually be there from breakfast all the way till after hours because they've created this sort of uh, utopia of a boutique property where they there's really something to move you through the moods of the day and the times of the day. So you can have your coffee in the morning, you can go to the garage for after hours and you're seeing a lot of very, the cool it people that live in Nashville, but also the people who come through for music and entertainment starting to use this as a hangout. But so, wait, I don't know if you've seen this, but one of my most favorite things that they've just done is actually really smart. They have decided um, to help the city out uh, by creating and extending the rooftop season by installing a handful of igloos on their rooftop. Oh, wow. So the Bobby actually has this vintage bus that they converted. They actually put on a crane and hauled it up to the top of the hotel, sits on the roof year-round as a cocktail bar. So you can go any time of the year for that. But um, they now have these igloos you can do just for the winter months. You can actually have eight to ten people sitting inside them, drinking your winter-inspired cocktails and hanging out. That's amazing. And also, we do it all for the gram. It's one of the most Instagrammable spots in Nashville right now. Um, so if you have to um, go anytime soon in this winter, I will have, you have to, get to pop back over there. there, get your Instagram. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, so our final destination for 2019 that we're excited about is the perennial chic Miami. Ugh. Now, tell us why this is on your list. Well, Mission Capital, we love Miami. <laughs> we do a ton of unflagged hospitality there uh, over the years. 
you know, when people travel to South Beach, they want to stay someplace cool. So it's not surprising that we have some, you know, great boutique style uh, properties being developed there and have the demand for it. It's fun working on those projects, right? And it's fun putting them in our brochures. So we recently worked with Mike Facitelli on a ground up construction of a retail hotel and club concept right at 601 Washington Avenue. So 6th and Washington and Dave Grutman. Now he's the gentleman responsible for live and story. He's going to be operating the thousand-person rooftop, so clearly this Ooh. is going to be the new hot spot. Totally, yes. totally. That's fun. You know, Miami goes in, in waves, right? Um, I think there's been a lot of renovations going on, um, additions to properties in the last couple of years. Of course, we had you know one hotel open last year, I guess this time last year. Um, you know, one of the things we're excited about for late next year is the Ritz-Carlton South Beach reopening after their massive renovation. So that'll be fun towards the end of the year. It's kind of a nice little carrot to dangle talking about it, you know, 10 to 12 months in advance or whatever the math is. Um, Satai at the Satai, which is, I mean, the words perennial chic again come to mind. Just such an amazing um understated luxury and just you never know who you're going to see when you're there but it's not you talk about live and live is such an amazing brand itself of course Satai has this sort of opposite of this love lifestyle but in a completely different under the radar I love it I love it there too they just they have these amazing shops that they've unveiled that where you can go and do you know get your amazing luxe eyewear and mm-hmm. your best bathing suit for lounging and so it's high-end retail super high-end retail yeah living your best Miami beach life um and then for eating one of my new favorite spots that um it's not new 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 newer down um in at the Betsy so they actually expanded their property last year two years ago um they have an art deco wing they added on some additional building and in the space between them, there's this amazing um, place called The Alley. It's actually Laurent Torndell of BLT fame. His, um, his test model for making the most epic wood-fired pizzas. Um, what I love about it is you don't think pizza in Miami in- initially, but I'm telling you. Yeah, not th- if you're from New York. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And this isn't New York pizza, but I, I don't think you always need to have New York pizza. This is gourmet, um, but approachable, mm-hmm. casual um, pizza that is really very wowing and um, a really great destination. They also, at the Betsy, have a couple of other food and beverage um, op- options there to really get you excited about eating in that part of um, South Beach. But I would definitely recommend checking out the alley next time you're down. Great. Will do. So I think that brings us to the end of our things that we're excited about for 2019. Thanks for coming on today, Jillian. Thank you so much for having me today. So if people want to follow you to keep up with sort of what's going on in hot in 2019, do you have like an Instagram account? I do. They can follow me at Jillian Mariuti underscore CRE. And I will spell my name. It's J-I-L-L-I-A-N-M-A-R-I-U-T-T-I. Love it. Well, thanks for coming today, and thank you listeners for joining us again for an episode of Priority Status. Until next time, travel elevated.